The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota, and I love talking about women in agriculture. The women of Common Ground Minnesota are volunteers who are volu- you know, taking their time to chat with you about what it's like to live on a farm and grow food in Minnesota. Here's some really great news about this group. They have just launched a newsletter that you can basically sign up for at commongroundminnesota.com, and you get the latest you know, events, giveaways, delicious recipes, all sorts of great stories from the farm. And I got to tell you, it's just a really cool thing to get into your inbox every month. And it's it's kind of an, a way in. If you're wondering, like, I don't know what I'm going to ask when I go to Common Ground, Minnesota. Well, this is just an introduction and a way to get you guys to meet the farmers at Common Ground, Minnesota. The Common Ground Minnesota volunteers, remember, their goal is to be a resource for your food and farming questions. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at Common Ground, M-I-N-N, CommonGroundMinnesota.com. Dicey. Hi, 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 hi. We are the weekly dish. Yummy. You are singing today. I am feeling a little singy today. Singy today. It is the weekly dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Stephanie March. You sure are. I and am. in case any of you have not subscribed to Minneapolis St. Paul magazine yet, and why haven't you? Come on. The State Fair issue came out. I haven't read it cover to cover, but it's in my bag for my weekend perusing. I'm very excited. Well, and I think there's a deal right now. If you do go to MSPMag.com, there is a, because it is still restaurant week through tonight, I think. So you can uh, get a deal on the magazine subscription. Yes, restaurant people do that. Head over there and grab a deal if you haven't yet. Uh, When we are at the top two of the hour, in hour two, we do a little something called top top two. two in hour two. Give him the old one, one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents Top Two, Top Two. The Top Two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. Okay, we got some goodies coming up. I had to look because it's been kind of a weird week of eating because I've been by myself. So I don't like cook the same way, which is, I think, if I was a single person, I would just be a grazer, not a cooker Uh because I would just eat like things like cheese and crackers. Or like I it's had interesting. eggs and we'll granola see. one day. That's all I ate. Yeah, I'm interested to see what my life turns into with with a without another huge person eating food in my house. Yes, and what you end up grabbing. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so talk to an hour two. Give me one of your two. Okay, I'm gonna actually give you the first one is Gray's North Loop. Here's okay. the thing: it's that little food hall that's over in the North Loop. It's right by the Twin Stadium. It's right off the LRT. Um, it's right around the corner from Modest Brewing. 
Um, I accidentally went to an influencer event, yo, and like, I got invited to an event. I thought it was a dinner. I thought it was a seven-course dinner, and I was excited, and I called my friend Tracy Dyer, and I was like, hey, come to this thing with me, and then I was, we walked in, and I was like, oh, this is an influencer event. <laughs> totally messed up. Totally messed up, and I don't usually do that because... They and t- I wasn't invited. I know. That's the funniest part, and then I thought, and once I realized, I was like, and I don't know any of them, and there was like... Um, uh, Golnez was there, but I mean, and there was, um, but there was like fitness influencers oh, there, sure. you guys. And I was like, they, uh, they got all the attention. These very beautiful women in their very tight dresses and their tan tot bodies. And I was like, are they really putting the whole burger in their face or no? <laughs> and I'm not shaming. I was just literally watching. They got all the attention and I was happy because then I could just sit and do my thing. You know what That's I mean? That's funny. But anyway, nonetheless, this is what I want to tell you about Gray's North Loop is that it's a it's a really it was a Monday night. And here's the important thing. A lot of people are still looking for lunches and dinners, you know, in restaurants and to take places and Monday night and they were kicking. They were busy. The bar was open. The, t- the you know, the roof was open. The lawn was kicking. So if you're looking for somewhere to go on a Monday night and meet up with some people, that's a great and they're spot. open for lunch, too. Yeah. And I'm so, finding lunch dearth. Like, oh yeah, that's my. That, I know, right? Sadness oh, wait, and darkness. Not, no I one's you know open what? for lunch. I should actually I'll check. Look. Will you look on that? Yeah. But what I want to tell you is that, like, we there have a lot of new concepts there, and so what I think is that if you are going with a bunch of people, you basically can find something. Everyone can find something, right? So you know, Soul Bowl upstairs, they added their bad wings. Oh yeah. Um, you know, chicken wing shop, and I got to tell you, the wings there that we got, we got a lollipop chicken wing thing. Was so good. Open oh, eleven o'clock every day. Okay, so there you are, and and then you have like it's seven a.m. somewhere, which is a brunch. Uh, it's like a brunch station, you know, stand whatever. So they've got like hangover burgers and breakfast burritos, and that's all day. That's a great concept. I know. And then there's you know the avocadoish people are there, and they've got great avocado toast and all the rest. So I'm just saying like. Gray's North Loop, you know, they've gone through a lot of changes and there's a lot of people that who were, you know, the people who started, the only person left is really Soul Bowl. And Gerard is actually a managing partner in the space now, okay. which I think is a great opportunity. So I think it's because he knows what it's like. So he's bringing in people, I think, who are more likely to stay and hang out. Okay. So I, this week, had the opportunity to try something that's kind of by my house. Um, Roti Mediterranean Grill, I think is what they call it. Mm -hmm. And they have a location in St. Louis Park and they've just reopened a location in the IDS Center. So for workers downtown. And it is a national chain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have driven by it and thought, oh, this looks interesting. I think I drove by it when it was in Edina, but that location is closed now. Yeah. I had this bowl that was so amazing. The steaky one? No, that's Ellie's favorite. That's my favorite. Because I told Ellie and she was like, oh, have you had the steak bowl? It's yes, so, good. so good. I had one that had kale, which doesn't sound great, but kale, a piece of like grilled salmon. Yeah. And then it had these marinated tomatoes that were sun-dried. Yeah. That were just like this pop of acidy deliciousness. Boom, intense layer, yeah. And then pickled red onions. And I just loved it. Like, yeah. loved. I was like, I just want to eat another one right now. Yeah. And I don't feel that way about fast, casual food very often. Right. I'm kind of like, that's usually my last resort. Yeah. I really, really loved it. I actually, they have one. So it's in the West End. And that's the one that I, like, when I was moving in 
and I was I at the Home Depot like a hundred times. I was like, I, I saw it and I thought, I just need something fresh that's not a sandwich or fried or anything yeah. else. And I got one of the, I got the steak bowl and I was like, this is what I need. Yeah, it's, I really I loved liked it. it. I thought it was great. And we used to go, actually, my daughter who worked at Target, Megan, she and I would meet at the downtown roti when we both worked downtown. In the IDS. Yeah. It just reopened, so... Good deal. Um, okay, my second one is actually uh, a 10-year tradition that is happening tonight, you guys. It's Dinner in White. And it's the flash mob dinner that has been... Um, it started in France, you know, and it was like... The idea of it's been 10 years locally is crazy to me. Um, and basically what happens is on the Facebook page tonight, and I can put a link up on our Facebook page to it, but it's Dinner in White. Um, they will, at 6.30 announce the place of where the dinner is supposed to be. And then everybody is supposed to gather your stuff and you're supposed to bring tables and chairs and your dinner. It's a, it's a flash mob. You bring it all, you all meet up at by 7.30 at this place, wherever they tell you it is, and you pack everything in and then you pack everything out and everybody wears white and they hook their tables up and it's this very magical thing. I love it. It's really one of those things. If you look on the Facebook page and you look at their posts, it is literally just a huge community dinner. You don't know... You don't, there's no planned seating. You can't like, it's like you get to pick your, your dinner. People bring candelabras and they bring all sorts of crazy, awesome tablescaping. And it's just this really awesome way to celebrate dining out and you go and then you leave. I think it's fun. It is fun. So and it's 630 tonight is when they'll release. You have to be ready to go. Like you have to be ready at 630 if you're going to do this. Our friend uh, Molly King, too, always has like big hats and oh, candelabras yeah. and they're oh, all and Emily out. Anderson, our friend Emily Anderson, uh, Emmy Sue, she does. She I, she's been a they have created crazy great tablescapes and people do refined dinners. They bring their china. You know, it's all it's all kind of very cool. And they've done it in places like on the Capitol lawn or they do it in like on in big parks. They've done it on bridges. They did it on the Stone Arch Bridge, I think, one year. So not cool. this year, probably, but yeah. no, there's a lot of construction down okay. over there. You're next because that, we're running out of time. Okay. Right. Uh, what was my next one? My meal next kit. one was the meal kit that I cooked um, from food building. It was created by Tim McKee. It was pea pasta that was made by ailment pasta. It was uh, ricotta cheese, ricotta pepper cheese that you garnished it with by um, Alamar. And it was, a little ham speck pancetta situation from Red Table Meats. And I made this meal kit. It worked. It was delicious. I ate the whole thing. It was not a portion for one, but it turned out <laughs> I thought it was. Well, it is if you're hungry enough. And it had like a pea um, sauce. And, yeah. you know, people don't really think about pea sauce and the ways to cook with peas, I think. It was very fresh tasting. I loved it. So it was 35 bucks if you want a meal kit for two. It's that there by now. food building. It's there now, and they also have other iterations, yeah. and they'll be keep they'll keep on doing it. They said that people are still buying takeout kits and liking them. This is what I wanted to find out from others if there's the if the meal kit thing is going to keep going. I know a lot of people like Restaurant Week. They talked about people were like, we can't do takeout and do Restaurant Week, so they didn't. Um, because it's too hard. Yeah, I so think the I'm meal just kit interested thing, to see how people this still goes. like to do it as a date. Yeah, like it's I a guess. date night. I guess. Yep. Okay. Because it's nothing you would normally cook at home. So it's just a special date night thing and fun activity to do. Mm -hmm. It's like an activity. Yeah. All right. Okie doke. So there it is. There it is. Um, we haven't talked about brunch. I think I'm going to just table our brunch conversation for maybe next week. Okay. Let's actually make a segment out of it. Yeah. Because I feel like brunch needs a little attention. The brunch landscape has changed a little bit. And I get a lot of questions about brunch. So. Okay. 
Uh, that is that. We're going to go ahead and we are going to take a break and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. Are you thinking of buying a house this year, but you've been deterred by the crazy market? This is Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, and I moved in the last year, and my experience wasn't crazy. In fact, it was pretty great. I love my new house, and it would not have happened without the help of Carrie Elkst and Sue Durfee from Lakes Area Realty. Carrie and Sue will work with you to help you find the perfect house. They know all the tricks of the trade so that you can get the home you choose without necessarily paying the highest price or overpaying. With mortgage rates being at historic lows, people are qualifying for higher priced homes, but with lower payments. Carrie scoured the neighborhoods I wanted to be in to make sure I was one of the first folks in the houses. I probably went through 50 houses last summer and the market moves really fast and there's a lot of negotiating and you have to be ready with agents that know what they're doing to get a great price, but also the terms you want for inspection and move-in dates. Each time you go through a home, you're going to deal with either Carrie or Sue directly. They don't hand you off to someone else. I had a great experience. So find Carrie Auxt, C-A-R-R-I-E, and Sue Durfee at CarrieAndSue.com if you're buying or selling a house. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Hey, our Weekly Dishers are so brilliant and smart and come up with things that are oftentimes way better than just baked potato for 50th birthday parties. So we had some calls that happened and came in on the break. So we're going to take your calls. Okay, our first one, I should probably put my glasses on, is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hello. Oh, hi, hi, Lori. What's Did up? you want to contribute to the conversation something better than my baked potato? Uh, not necessarily better. But my, <laughs> I was just thinking that wouldn't it be wonderful to have a beautiful couple um, beef tenderloin sliced? And that can be room temperature or and served on a sandwich bun or open face or yes. a And then I also um, was thinking, couldn't they bring in a couple, you know, smaller charcoal grills to keep things yeah, warm? Totally. Yes. Possibly. You're right. That's so a great that idea. I thought. Okay. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it, great Lori. Idea. Great idea. Much better than baked potato. Mary Jo <laughs> wanted to weigh in, too, on the party food and on hot dogs. Hi, Mary Jo. Hello, I can't turn my radio off, but aside, are you okay? We can Hi. hear you yeah, okay. Yeah, we're okay. Okay, I didn't want to have an echo. Um, I have two things, one about hot dogs and one a fabulous party idea. Let's hear you know, it. It's not, it's not my idea, so <laughs> that's why I can say it's fabulous. <laughs> Which one do you want first? Oh, I want your fabulous party idea. Now I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay, uh, this I, I had first at a very fancy party in Houston, a mashed potato bar. Okay. Now you, you use, you rent champagne glasses. The mashed potatoes go in the glasses and you have all these other toppings. And then you, you have to rent silver spoons. It's gotta, gotta be sort of really fancy silver spoons, um, iced tea spoons work. And it's a beautiful party. Okay. I like it. Yeah. And what's your hot dog idea? Well, there was a a restaurant in New England called Howard Johnson's. It had an orange roof. (laughs) Yes, the Hojo's. I think I vomited in the bathroom once. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, my parents used to take us there for dinner because it didn't matter how the kids behaved and they had (laughs) a bar. Yes. Okay. And the hot dog is... They have a special roll. They use these rolls here now for lobster rolls. Yes. They're... The milk bread rolls, right? Yeah, the split bun. 
the split bun with the bread on the outside. They'd sell them at Trader Joe's. Okay. Which is good. I actually did get those last week for Jake, and he was like, I don't like them. (laughs) But I loved them. Did you brown it first? Yes. I like it. I like the idea, though, Mary Jo. Thank you for weighing in. We've got one more call. We've got Cindy on the line that's going to talk about catering with no electricity. Hi, Cindy. Oh, hi. Um, Oh, oh, did we lose you? I don't know. Yeah, we did lose her. Sorry, Cindy. If you want to call back, we'll take you. Yeah. Um, She waited all that time. I know. And she waited and she sounded like she was excited and had a good idea. So anyway, anyway, Stephanie and I have eaten together, not together, but eats one we've eaten twice this week yeah. at great places Didn't stephanie's say, eaten out every night yeah i've eaten out. this was like the return to the old days for me this week yes and one of the places that we went was a place that is brand new that is run by the sous chef sean sherman say mm-hmm. that four times fast right awamni right. is the name of it it is in the old fujiya space if you remember that a hundred years ago on the east or excuse me west river road in minneapolis yeah steph and i both ate there such a stunner. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's And it's really interesting, you guys. It's really, obviously, Sean Sherman and the sous chef uh, is an organization, and they have been working on this project for years. Five I mean, years. This has, been, this has been the idea, is to make a restaurant that showcases the foods that were grown in the area that the restaurant is originally. So it's indigenous. It's the things that you would have found in this place 300 years ago when the river was just the river. And it's a really interesting idea that, and one of the things that they've done, um, and it's a, it's a park board restaurant. It's in conjunction with the park board, um, at the waterworks. Um, but I got to tell you, I, the, one of the things I can't get over and that I love is the fact that they got to plant the entire landscaping project with indigenous plants. So the plants that are growing there now are the plants that were there originally by the river. And some of them they use in the dishes. And that all the dishes are only those. So there is no sugar. There's no butter. As a sweetener. There is no baking powder. There's no dairy. None at all. There's no dairy. There's no beef. There's no dairy. There's no wheat. Wheat was not cultivated. It was brought by the Turks. It's like a fantastic representation and really gets you to be super thoughtful when you're thinking about what you're eating and what the food is. And here's what else I want to say about it that I think is super important. You know, we go to fancy restaurants and we haven't had like a new fancy restaurant opening since prior to COVID, right? Mm-hmm. It was the most welcoming place. The service was very hospitable. Yeah. The environment was hospitable. They went the extra mile to explain dishes to you, to recommend things. And and not in a way that was like fancy, fussy, white tablecloth-ish. No. It felt very accessible. Yeah. But also, and, and this was training. So, like, I know that you had that experience, and I'd heard a couple people who didn't have the same experience as you did, but I, I wanted you to know that this is a soft opening. So, if what you're saying, and if you go and it's not as exactly as great as that, just remember they're still learning a lot of things. Yeah, so I felt... I felt you, you had a great server. I think you had I one thought, of the top servers. I thought the hostess did a good yeah. job, too. She was nervous as heck. Yeah. But so sweet, so earnest. Well, and, you know, and I know that, like, they had a 90-minute thing with us, and, you know, they were trying to get our table back, which I understand, because there was people waiting, and there had been a 90-minute agreement, but we were just waiting on our check, so we couldn't leave, and so there was, like, some kerfuffles with that, and that's just part of opening. Like, yeah. That's just part of the thing. I don't expect to have any feelings other than, like, we're all just here to work it out, but it was a really good vibe. Um, Beautiful space. Really great space. 
And I got to say, I love the idea of the fact that it's just windows and you can look at the river on the inside. If you're in the outside tables, you know, there's umbrellas and stuff because the sun does kind of come down and hit you. But there's just green everywhere. And here's a cool thing. There is downstairs. Did you get to go downstairs at all? I've been down there, but not at this venue. Okay. Well, when you went downstairs, they have what they have is a separate menu. They have a QR code where you can snap a picture. There'll be a menu posted on the table. If you walk up, you can go and sit down, snap a QR code. Someone's going to bring you some food, and there's a tap truck with you know beers that you can walk up and get. You know, someone to serve It'll you be a like beer. a sea salt type yeah. of experience. Yeah, and if they know that it's like people in the park and people are doing a big walk or doing, you know, they're running by or walking their dogs. Maybe they just want to sit for a few minutes and grab something to eat, a salad, a sandwich or something. So, but what's interesting too to me is that there is, um, to say about this food is that, you know, you think about... When we're talking about that's indigenous food, it's not like you're going to just eat like dried buffalo, you know what I mean? Right. Pemmican and all the rest. But I did love the fact that there was a bison tartare. It was my favorite dish. And it had, uh, it did have like an egg yolk aioli. So there was something that was like a mayonnaise, even though you're like, there's no cream or anything. But there's like things that surprise you in ways. You know, there's little arona berries. There was, you know, these dandelion greens on top and crisped up garlic pieces. And so to me, it's like taking something that was a beautiful rendition is that same. It's still there. It's still got the good. Like you're not, it's not going to be crazy food that you're not going to know. Yeah. It felt delicious, yep. welcoming, just yummy. It was great. Really yummy. I'm excited for them. Reservations go online, I guess, July 16th. You're going to want to get open. one. I mean, like you have them. They're open to get. All right. Hello, Weekly Disher. Spring is sprung, and that means the best tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka Salmon Share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Hey, we do have Cindy back on the line. We got Cindy back. Are you there, Cindy? Cindy? Oh, Cindy, are you there? Cindy, no? Hello, can you hear me? Oh, we yes, got you. Cindy, we can, and we're so glad you called back. What's going okay. on? Okay, sorry, I don't know if you heard my story. We didn't no, hear your Cindy. story. Oh, okay, so um, I'm just listening into your callers about for an event and food um, that doesn't have to be, you know, that you yep. could set up with, I won't have electricity. Okay, so um, I'm a medical professional, and I work for a large hospital down in South Minneapolis, and um, I'm wanting to host an event in appreciation of my coworkers, the doctors and nurses and all that I work with. Yep. 
okay, so um, I'm wanting to rent tents, you know, have it have it outside um, my house um, on the street with the neighbors. I live in Wyzetta, just kind of a small turnaround area. Okay, so I want to, um, I would really like to have caterers, um, food and drink um, from those uh, uh, vendors, um, restaurants that, their businesses were affected by the um, social uprising on Lake Street. Okay. So, um, I, I, you know, it just dawned on me when I was listening to your caller. You know, it, it has to be something that can't be refrigerated without electricity. And somebody mentioned, was it beef tenderloin? Yeah, that's a good idea. I think... Another way to go might be just to get a food truck or to get a catering company. There are plenty of folks along that corridor. And really, let's just be honest, who our whole city was impacted by George Floyd. Lake Street was the epicenter, but also the midway. So why don't you know what? Here's a good idea. Gandhi Mahal, you know, they have Mm -hmm. they moved into a new space that they are doing, uh, you know, sort of they have they took over the old chef chefs space and they would most likely supporting them through a catering gig would be a wonderful thing and i know that they could work it out and they have samosas okay. and yeah. fun stuff so yeah. that's we go that one way. to try what did you call it gandhi it's gandhi mahal mahal okay. yes all right cindy all right, that's thanks, very cindy. nice okay. of you to yeah. that good so, job cindy yeah excellent well i tell you uh, <laughs> i gotta tell you about the um thing that happened that I did the other day. Okay. So I went uh, to the, so on Monday, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't remember, I went to um, a dining club. And I was invited, I was invited by some women to see what they were doing and they have been doing the same dining club for 20 years. I love it, like a gourmet club. But, right, not a gourmet club because they go out. They don't cook. It's not about cooking. I love it. It's about going out. So this is a group, and it was, of course, it was founded by Liz Raymer, who is the head of the Hospitality Minnesota uh, Restaurant Association locally. And she invited a bunch of friends. They just decided that they were going to do this. And what they do is they go out on the second. It's called Two Tuesdays Dining Club. And they go out on the second Tuesday of every month, regardless. They go to a restaurant. And they go out all together to this restaurant and have these sort of like just dinners and they hang out. And it's a thing that's been going on for 20 years. I love it. Yeah. Love it. And I have my running friends and we're kind of scattered now and running isn't really happening for lots of us. Right. So I've been trying to think of a way that's not a book club. No. That we could like have this permanent place right because i miss these people like right and this is what you know so we talked about it and it's like and so i literally sat down so we went to david fallings and we were in in bloomington they have a and i met all these women and they've all it's kind of like liz is sort of their their the center of their hub but they are all so connected and they've all the reason that they're all still there is because it's they've made these friendships yep and they're all, you know, a part of each other's lives and they support each other and they don't come from the same backgrounds, which is really interesting. There's some marketing people, a couple of doctors, you know, a few lawyers and it's all, but they're like, oh, and we go to so-and-so's, you know, kids recital or we've, you know, this one plays a violin and, and we've been to her concerts and, you know, there's fundraisers that this one throws and we all are a part of it. 
And it just it's a really great community that just gets together. And then the rule is, is that they they kind of switch. They call the person who chooses the venue, the VD, the venue director or whatever. And they basically get to pick which restaurant they go to. And the only rule is that that person cannot have been to the spot before. So it's new every time. And then they don't go back to the same place twice. They said that there's a couple they've accidentally been to twice because they forgot or they thought maybe there was a new owner. Um, but basically, so it's a new spot every time. New to the person that's new the to VD. The person, yeah. So like, so you don't have to check in with everybody and like, right. Like, yeah. how's it go? So that person there, but it's also what's great about having a spot that you've never been for. It kind of gives the pressure off you because you're like, I don't know. I think it's good, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, and maybe I've never other been people there. have been there, yeah. but we don't have time to check in right. and we're just gonna. And they said that there's pretty much every place they've gone. They've had, I kept. I kept trying to get them to tell me, like, what was the worst thing that ever happened? And, you know, they said there's really not. I mean, like, they've had places that were, um, you know, maybe someone didn't enjoy their meal as much as someone else. But that pretty much it's How big of a group is it? Well, there were 16, I think, of us that were sitting there. Oh, that's a lot. I know. But they said that sometimes it's like four and sometimes it's eight. And, you, you know, it's like you know that it's the second Tuesday of every month. And so sometimes, like, someone has a lacrosse game. You know, their kid has a lacrosse game, and the, or they're out of town. But do they do conference. reservations? That they seems do. complicated. Well, this is the thing, is I don't think it's always 16, but they kind of, you know who's in. Like, someone picks the venue, and they say, okay, we're going to David Fong's. Who's in? Who can come? Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, there'll be, like, four of us or six of us. And then that they make the reservation. So, <sighs> I know, it's tough. And so, obviously, during the pandemic, they did Zooms. You know, they all got takeout and then they did Zooms and hung Cute. out together, which That's was nice. funny, too. But I do love the fact that they're out supporting local restaurants. They go to independence. They try to support. And what's, they have loved doing things that are, um, you know, going to places that they maybe haven't had that kind of cuisine before. Uh, this woman, I think it was Terry, who said that she loved Pinku was her favorite, you know, and they went to yeah. go see John Sugimura. So much so that I think they're traveling with him. Like, I think it's like to a point where like they're all going to Japan and he's coming with them, you know? Oh, that's hilarious. Like, they, this is a really dynamic group of women and they are there. It's just really interesting. And they're just supporting restaurants. So I was thinking they asked me, you know, I told them my story and we kind of all, you know, bonded. And some of them are Lawrence University alums and some of them are even Theta alums, my sorority, which is great. But um what we talked about was like, where would you send them? So I was thinking about this. They want to go to new places. And they they were looking at uh, the woman sitting next to me. She was saying how she has to pick the venue. And she was like, I was wanting to go to St. Paul. She's like, I was thinking about Handsome Hog because I wanted a patio. And I said, that's a great spot. Like, that's where you could get a group of women. Jones in the park. Yeah. Oh, and they have they yes. have enough so that you could get 16 if 16 show A beautiful patio. Up. Absolutely. Oh, Jones in the park. So Run this is what I want to do. Let's yeah. think about these places. Where would you send them? Also, Moscow on the Hill has a gorgeous patio. They've been to Moscow on the Hill. Okay. I know that. And this is the hard part. It's like almost like newer places you got to think of. So I was thinking Storm King Barbecue, Jordan Smith's place in, in North Loop. You know the new barbecue spot? Okay, that's not in St. Paul. No, 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 no. I'm just saying she was looking at St. Paul, but I'm thinking got it, generally got it, got it. newish places that okay. they that they haven't been before that maybe could hold maybe up to 16 people would be interesting to sort of host sort of this kind of a dinner group. Uh um, Knowing that David Fong's obviously was on the list, but somebody Bona? Yeah. Where's Bona? 
Oh, but it's your Vietnamese place. Yes, in... and they have a beautiful patio out back that people don't know. Oh, that's nice. And it's really, it's lovely out there. I wonder, yeah, if they've been there. Um, uh, la, 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 la. My favorite Italian place that La Grola? Is, no, I like La Grola, and they have a beautiful patio. Yeah. Nope, the one that's on the fake lake. It is called, it's in Mendota. It is called no. uh, oh. Mommy, Nanmi. Not Parents Sulago. No, no, I'll find but that's it. another one. Or I would go down to Charlie's on Prior Lake. That's a good one. Oh, the airport. Oh, Hazelwood? Yeah, No. Osteria Inoni is the one I'm thinking of that's on the fake lake. Beautiful patio in the back that you don't even realize is there. Lilydale, actually. That would be a great place to go. That's a good one. Oh, the Bistecca was so good there. And they make their own pastas. Um, The Holman Field. Holman's Table. Yes. That place is great, too. We're playing like... I know. It's like in restaurant. We're playing like $64,000 pyramid game here, which but is But you're fine. doing so good. I know. We're doing good. We're figuring it out. But that's a really great one, too. And I was, you're right by the airport yeah. there. It's really fun. Also, I thought this was a funny one, but like, I mean, I don't know if they've been to like Colita or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's hard, though, with a big group of 16. See, because... and this is what I was going to say. You'd have to almost do a smaller group if you knew, like... You know, I would go with it. But if I was doing a bigger group, I would go to Rosalia, which that patio in the back is gorgeous. And, and it's a Tuesday. Here's the good news. It's a Tuesday, too. Well, Nicollet Island Inn. Oh, Nicollet They've got Island a great Inn. burger, and they do a good, they do a crowd well, and they've got a beautiful setting. Yeah, I wonder if they've been there before or not. You know, it's 20 years. Think about how many months, how many, you know, and they do like a, they do like a party, you know, on somebody's like home, you know, for like, and they do like a Christmas gig. I think they went to Moscow on the Hill for Christmas. Wallsteads. I don't know. The Wal- sausage spot, the brewery right off of West 7th Street by Bad Waldman's. Weather. Thank you. Waldman's. <laughs> I'm just a mess. <laughs> Waldman's, I don't know if they have enough room. Like, yeah, they do outside. The They've got picnic tables. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of places that have the outdoor I'm stuff. I'm still on the patio yeah, thing. okay. Maybe yeah. I need to get off that. Maybe, I know. Waldman's. Well, I mean, it is all year round, right? So they're doing this in like October, November, and December. And now that they're back, now that they're back, they can do that. What about dim sum? I think that would be a fun thing to do with a group like this. Yeah. Like, would you go to like Mandarin Kitchen? I mean, Pagoda is leaving. That's a Dinky Town dim sum spot. They're leaving? Yeah. Oh. And they did talk about, well, they're getting built over, but they're going somewhere else. Okay. They're landing somewhere else. But I did think about Mandarin Kitchen and thinking about like, um, if you could do that, like a dim sum with like, everybody. Yeah, I think they love cuisines and foods that they don't normally eat yes. you know what i mean like outside yes. of the norm so that's also why a lot of asian food they and then like uh, a couple of them said that if they could do sushi every day every time they would that's so, funny i know so amazing I said, Get thai to which is over near calhoun square that's oh, yeah. i love that place it's a family-run restaurant right. Owens thai is good i love thai food you do love thai food oh, just love okay all right, so there it is, you guys. It's two Tuesdays Dining Club. It's not like you can join, but you can make your own. You definitely can't join. They've already, they were like, definitely saying, no one can there's join. a limit, and they've got their limit set, and like somebody has retired, or someone moved away, and then they had to discuss about whether they should let another person in, you know, all that kind of stuff, and I thought it was just great, and I really thought, if you guys are looking for a way to connect with friends, this is a good way to do this, yeah, and to set it like up it. on the second Tuesday of every month, so that you know exactly when it is, and it's also kind of a low traction day you know tuesdays are just like not as busy for people so it's a great moment and it's a great idea so i just wanted to shout out those guys liz raymer well done you for putting everybody's dining club great idea we'll be right back we are back it is the weekly dish i'm stephanie hansen hey steph march and it is a beautiful saturday 
It's been fun. A We've had a great Saturday. show. We sure have. Hey, you know what's happening this Saturday right now as we speak? The Hopkins Pride Raspberry Festival. <laughs> And the Pride Festival in yeah. Loring Park. But first, let's talk about Hopkins Raspberry Festival, Please. where you can walk around, and they've got a big street. They've got the main street is shut down, and they've got vendors and snacks and all sorts of stuff. And one of my favorite is the Thai. Since you said Thai, this is what I'm telling you, is because the Thai temple, the Wat, Prom, Prom I'm going to learn how to say this, Prom Wachiaran, which is over in St. Louis Park. They Sounds have so good. I know, no, they've got they've got their. Uh, I'm actually watching a live feed on on Facebook right now, but they've got egg rolls and great Thai food that they're they're selling. So if you're thinking about that, maybe pop down to Hopkins and grab some stuff. Otherwise, go to Pride because that's go also to Pride, fun. Because the, all the tents are set up in Loring Park. It looks super fun. Yeah. Um, happy Pride if you're celebrating. It was a little bit delayed this year, but nonetheless, super fun. Yeah. And um, we know that our friends that are at the Beer Dabbler, you can do a walk up. No, at, you can't. Uh, you can't well, in Beer the Dabbler Center. <laughs> oh, it was last night. Oh, darn. Sorry. <laughs> See, I wanted to go. Yeah. No, oh. they sold out their tickets last night, too. Okay, so excellent. I'm out. so glad for them. Yep. Nope, they did a great job. Okay, so someone was saying, though, that like this is the weekend where every small town is having their festival. Oh. I don't know why, but it just happens to be. It's usually, well, so then, like, this next week is, like, every, the kids all go to summer camp, and then, you know, it's kind of like, and then we're rolling into August. Yes. So that's vacation time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then rolling right into the state fair. Because the county fairs are happening now so that they can stack up so that the winners can go to the state fair. And Ramsey County Fair announced that it's free this year. So if you're looking for a fun, free activity for your family, you can check that out. Yeah. I know the Dakota County Fair uh, is happening, I think, in I think it's the first week of August though. Okay. But that's a great one, you guys. The Dakota County Fair in Farmington, which is not too far south of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great one. And then also for me, I've always loved the one, the Waconia out, the Carver County. Yes. Fair out in Waconia because they have the demolition derby. Oh, that. just like um Dakota he, does too. Okay, remember Henry Winkler? And Leather Tuscadero in uh, the Comanche Brothers or whatever their name was at the... Yes, I don't know why. I just had a total 1970s You did. You had a flashback. Okay, Dakota County Fair is August 9th through the 15th. I just wanted to make sure that I put the right date on there. But there are county fairs. They're all coming. You know what I mean? Are Um, you... uh, Have you, like, gotten out your pans and are you settled in your new place? No, I'm not really settled. Okay. Actually, today is a day that I really need to get some stuff done. Because I need to sort of start feeling settled. Yeah. Um, because it's hard. Yeah. But no, I'm not. I, I, you know, it's hard because I, I have, like I said, I have been out every single night this right. week. So I actually work all day and then go out to eat. I go out to eat. And so it's like I get home and it's like, well, what do I, am I really going to unpack some more boxes? I think you're just going to end up being a grazer. Yeah. What I do you think, mean? I think you're just going to like eat super funny meals that aren't oh. meals. I think I'm still going to cook, but I'm going to cook for people. But I can't have people over until I unpack the boxes. True. So I need to get the boxes unpacked. This is all. I literally wake up with like a list every day. And I need to like, okay, I have to get this done, this done, this done. But I basically also i am trying to make sure that my kid goes to college and doesn't get kicked out because he's not answering the emails. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that kind of thing happens too. And oh. just to enjoy your summer too. Yeah. We and only then, get it. 
P.S. I swear to God, you guys, my daughter is going to have a baby within the next four days. So yes, let's be ready for that. Just know that I will be a mess when that happens. So I just checked my text. I know because like, we were I checking last night. It's like, oh, we've been on the show for 90 minutes. I know. I just don't know. Now I'm like, I, I literally have sort of been in denial. I realize I've been in denial about how excited I am. I've sort of not been able to be excited because I've had so many other things to unpack and to do. Yes. And now I'm actually going to get to be excited. So. What are, are you going to have a a grandma name? Is it going to be Oma? I am Oma, but my mom is Oma. So I'm either going to be Omi, which is another kind of like a you know name for Oma and Opa is Omi. And Op- or they, they keep joking, calling me Omalita, which is a strange mashup of the German and... What, Mexican? I don't know. Abuelita, right? That's cute. Right. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what the kid wants. And, to, and I think that's part like, of it, too. Like, you. all my friends that are becoming grandmas are like, well, I'm going to be the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you're going to end up being what the kid thinks you are. You might yeah. be goo-goo. Right. You know, some people, the kids just start to call you something. And right. Like, if she hears people call me Smarch enough times, what if she starts calling me Smarch? I don't know. <laughs> what it if she starts really calling weird. you Shanson? I know. I don't know. Yeah, right. So it'll be just strange, but we'll see. I can't wait. I get to hold two new babies tonight. My nieces had babies that I'll meet for the first time tonight. And I'm just like, oh, the little just the little munchers. The Cerdics had a baby, Melissa Cerdic. So congratulations to her and Jim and Lynn and the family. Yes. Okay. Yep. Little new baby. He's a grandpa. I love it. Um, Letting you guys know a couple things that is going on besides uh, all that stuff. I did want to mention that we talked about the elotes earlier, that El Burrito Mercado's elote stand, they have four new toppings that I was very excited about. Hot Takis. Yes. And Cool Ranch Doritos on your elotes and Flaming Hot Cheetos and Cheetos Crunchy, whatever. I'm just, I love the fact that they are just branching out and going crazy with like the flavors because it's fun, right? Yeah. For sure. And it makes sense. And like line extensions always work well. Yeah, why not? Um, we were talking a little bit about some egg, some uh, food trucks, but letting you know the St. Paul Food Truck Fest is happening today at the Union Depot. If you want to go out there, they have more than 40 or 50 trucks parked and they've got it starts at 11. So it starts in a few minutes and it basically runs till 9 p.m. And it's like empanadas and egg rolls and waffles and all this kind of stuff. And then they've got some fun fashion trucks and some photo booth trucks. So they're kind of making it like a whole truck fest. And I think it's at I think it's just like a great thing to kind of wander into. You don't have to pay to get in. You just buy the things that you're going to buy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do have a call. Do you want to take a call? Terry. <laughs> Hi, Terry. You're on the line. What can we help you with, Terry? Hi. I, well, I just wanted to uh, mention that our our family has Loose Line Orchard in Watertown. It's on the Loose Line Trail, the state trail. Oh, yeah. And we do free concerts a couple of times a month in the summer before we open up for the orchard. So uh, we had the Daisy Dillman Band out here last Saturday. And then on the 24th, we have the Everett Smithson Band, which is Creole. It's like music of the Mississippi. They yes. played with Bo Diddley. They're a very fun band. And then um, Allie Gray's Country Jamboree is fun. on the 7th. She's an excellent. She used to be in two hits, Hicks and a Chick. She's been in a bunch of different bands. Thank you. That loose line trail, if you're a biker, it's an awesome trail to bike, too. Yeah, it, it's out here in Watertown, there's horses, and it's pretty slow-paced. I mean, there are some bikers, but... A lot of walkers. It's and, gravel, and too. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. Thank you for calling Thanks, in Terry. and sharing that. We appreciate that, Miss Terry. Um, there's another thing I just want to make sure that you guys knew that there is a ping pong fight club 
at Norseman Distillery. Okay, that sounds really fun. Do you not want? I know Kurt some is a big time ping pong you player. You need to man. get him into this. This is every Thursday at seven p.m. It's a free tournament. You basically oh, participants yeah, get five dollar daiquiris all night. Okay. You there's an amateur. There's an amateur league. I'm writing it down. Right, amateur league that you just play for fun. You know what I mean? You just kind of maybe you should join that just to start. And then um, they have a semi pro league in like they have got gift certificates and stuff. I'm telling you, I found more guys that I know in my life that tell me like on the side, by the way, I am a deadly ping pong player. I love this idea. Norseman Distillery Thursdays at seven. Hey, gang, thanks for hanging out with us today. It's been a lot of fun. And hopefully you guys are going to have a great weekend. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye.